Shabbat Shalom. It is a great week in Jewish time. One of my favorite Torah portions and Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel's Independence Day. This Shabbat, we read the Torah portion Kiddoshim, which means holiness. As a young adult Jew, looking back over Jewish history and peering forward to our Jewish future, I ask the question, how do we take seriously the command, Kiddoshim Tehiyu, you shall be holy, in the context of Ahavat Yisrael, our love for Israel? Two stories from my youth, when I was 18 and a high school senior living in Jerusalem on the Reform Movement's Eisendrath International Exchange. Any alumni in here? All right, it was a good program. The first story is a love story. I fell in love with Israel. Most of all, I was enamored with the experience of just being a Jew in a Jewish place, wandering the beautiful streets, sitting in a cafe in the evening, and profoundly feeling like I was part of something so much bigger than myself. Israel was the Jewish story unfolding in live action all around me. Sleeping under the stars on the sands in the Negev during a camping trip and then watching the sunrise with splendor and glory with holiness distilled into a moment. I found my breath and my heart in new ways and I was grateful. Kiddoshim to you, you shall be holy. It seemed this was invoked all around me. The second story is also a love story, but not a fairy tale romance. A month or so into this semester, I had the pleasure of getting to know Rabbi David Foreman, Zecher Tzadikli Vrachami, the memory of the righteous be for a blessing, one of the founders of the organization Rabbis for Human Rights. I also had a strong interest in social justice, and so Rabbi Foreman called up his buddy Rabbi Asherman, another founder of that organization and asked him to let this 18-year-old kid from Minnesota volunteer with him once per week. The very next day, we boarded one of those Mercedes vans that seems so popular in Israel, and for the first time, I found myself in an Arab neighborhood of East Jerusalem. We were headed to a Bedouin community, I was told to tutor children in English. This was not the Israel of cafes or beautiful Jerusalem streets, or beautiful Jews, for that matter. This Bedouin community, relocated by the Israeli government, was living in what appeared to be abject poverty, near what appeared to be a garbage dump, just 15 minutes by car from where I slept in the dorms in West Jerusalem. So the theme of this story is this. Every week for the rest of the semester, I left one truth of Israel for another. And my story about Israel and my relationship to Israel got more complicated. I woke up in the morning in one Jerusalem, and I spent the afternoon in another. Kiddoshim to you, you shall be holy. This week's parsha actually says all the things we want Torah to say. Treat everyone well. Don't discriminate between rich and poor. Don't defraud your fellow pay workers and do it on time. Build a just society. This Torah portion found at the center of our Torah, halfway through our year's journey, the heart of our scroll,
presents a vision for holy community. Take good care of each other, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Blessed Holy One says, is the ikar, the essence of this whole thing. And is this not what those Zionist dreamers also had in mind? as they imagined what life might be like outside the grip of European anti-Semitism. If you will it, it is not just a legend. Together we can imagine a different future for our people and build it into reality. Kiddoshim tihiyu, you shall be holy. Yes, a bold vision, radical even, if one considers the vast pain and suffering that makes up human history. I share my personal Israel story because I think it highlights what is true for many of us. In my relationship with Israel, I still travel back and forth between two Jerusalems. That gorgeous Jerusalem where I am a young and free Jew on the streets, manifesting the dream of our people, to be a free people in our land. And that Jerusalem that is not yet the picture of a holy society, a Jerusalem where LGBT people live with dignity and freedom, and a Jerusalem where a pride parade was met with fanatical violence, a Jerusalem of higher learning, cutting-edge Jewish thought and 21st century innovation, and a Jerusalem of pain and conflict, terrorism and suffering, a Jerusalem where I became friends with a Palestinian barista at the coffee shop, and the Jerusalem where I was afraid to get on a bus. What do we do with this complexity? It turns out that this Torah portion that I have been extolling contains within it one of the most challenging verses for me in the Torah. Leviticus 20.13 towards the end declares, if a man lies with a male as one lies with a woman, the two of them have done an abhorrent thing. They shall be put to death. What is important to me tonight about this verse is not the Jewish conversation about homosexuality. I've got that settled for myself. Rather, I find in this verse a sacred challenge. Can you still love me? I imagine the Torah asking. Can you love me with this blemish? Can you cradle me as you lift me from the ark and sing out with the congregation, Ki mitzion say Torah? And as you return me to rest until the next Shabbat, can you channel my vision of a beautiful world of love, peace, and harmony as we sing out that God might hashivenu Adonai elacha v'nashuva chadesh yamenu kekedem return us to you, Adonai, and we will return, renew our days of old. Can you hold on to this Torah despite its complexity? It occurs to me that our beloved state of Israel and the book of Kedoshim have a lot in common. Israel is in so many ways, in most ways, a beautiful and holy place. In so many ways, Israel represents the aspirations of our people to do just as this Torah portion compels us, build a society based on our very best values, with rights for the poor and vulnerable, and with a fair and responsive justice system a society that respects elders and newcomers and remembers, as Leviticus compels us to, that we were strangers in the land of Egypt. And yet, this portion also contains this challenging verse, condemning to death men who would love each other. A verse that many of us wish were not there, 
And it would be easy, much easier in fact, to just walk away from Torah, to reject all these ancient and beautiful words because within it we find this and other painful verses that do not match the Jewish values that we know and love. But we don't. We choose instead the harder path to love Torah, to cling to it and be nourished by it as an Eitz Chaim, a tree of life, to cling to it knowing that the bigger and broader vision of holiness is still so important and so good. And so it is with Israel. Israel is not perfect. It, in fact, has elements that many of us find painful and out of sync with our Jewish values. I am asking all of us to still choose Israel, to cling to it, to love Israel with all your heart, not with blind love, never. I could have preached tonight about this Torah portion and not mentioned that horrible verse, but instead I confront it head on and struggle with it as part of our Jewish story. Love Israel with its struggles. Love Israel in its complexity. Love Israel with its blemishes and its not yet realized dreams. Our dreams, our Israel. Love Israel by rolling up sleeves and working for the Israel that imtirtsu enzo agada. If we will it, we can build the flourishing and vibrant Israel of our dreams. Kidoshim tihiyu. You shall be holy. Shabbat shalom.